Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey everybody, welcome to a new episode of Undying Light. I'm your host, Pastor Alex, and we are back at it with our normal weekly Friday episodes. If you are new to Undying Light, we are a podcast dedicated to teaching biblical truth. And that encompasses so many avenues, but it is conservative biblical truth. And and I don't use conservative in the political manner. I use conservative in the meaning that... We stick to what scripture says. If God says it, I believe it. It is true. That is our position and we're sticking to it. This week we have Ecclesiastes chapter three. As I had mentioned last week, we are going to dig into uh, this concept of seasons that Solomon is introducing here. And we will see how uh, this unpacks for us as we go along. If you uh, are tuning in for the first time, welcome to the show. If this is your first episode, I would implore you to go ahead and hit stop and then go back a couple of weeks and grab the introduction introduction to Ecclesiastes episode. That will help build some fundamental truth and aspects and context to what it is we are talking about. And then we've got obviously uh, episodes on chapter one and chapter two thus far in the bank. Today's three. And uh, I mentioned a few times I'd kind of like to do two chapters at once and get through some of it. So we might do four and five together. Um, Five isn't real long. It's 20 verses. Four is pretty short. So we might do four and five together next week. Uh, But this week I want to uh, work through uh, these 22 verses in chapter three. Uh, But we'll kind of summarize verses two through eight because this is where we are introduced to uh, this seasons and these times that uh, Solomon is giving to us. Again, if you're new, welcome. I would implore you to go back and listen to some of the previous episodes. Otherwise, hang out and tune into what we've got coming your way. Uh, if you 
listen to us on a regular basis. I am deeply appreciative of you listening, and I would only ask if you could share this episode and leave us a review, subscribe to whatever platform you listen to us on, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, Audible Books, we're there. Uh, We're on Google Music, whatever Google calls their music now, we're there. Uh, Any major podcasting platform, we're there. So whatever you listen to, please subscribe. Please leave us a review. Send me your remarks and what you think of the show. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear from my fans. So please don't ever hesitate to reach out to me. I'm on Instagram as quorum.deo.life. You can come grab me there. I'm on Facebook as well as Alex Zink. Uh, or the you can hit the Undying Light Facebook page as well, which we're trying to bring some activity back to. So uh, that's in the works, and we're working through that. If you uh, want to support this show in any measure, uh, obviously there's the commercial at the head of the show that asks you, you know, to do such a thing. That's just what Acast has designed for their shows. It's kind of a neat little piece that you can donate directly to them. And some of you have, and I'm greatly appreciative of that. If you want to become a patron, then you can go to patreon.com forward slash undying light and join us there. You can do so at a dollar a month and that'll get you access to everything. You can give more if you choose, or you can join into the yearly uh, subscriptions and get some perks with that. Uh, You'll get everything in there and then you'll get some merch as well. So that's the patron plug to support this show because we are listener supported. You guys listening to me drone on and on and on. Keep this show going. Uh, you know, we've gotten a nice little uptick in listens in these last few weeks. So I'm greatly honored that this show is starting to pick up some momentum and uh, I'm working on some, some significant deals. I hope, uh, in the next couple of weeks, um, to bring to your listening ears. So as we get into that, uh, I will make more announcements later. I have an actual meeting tomorrow. Um, to discuss some of these aspects. So very, very excited for it. And I hope that uh, we can dig into that together and uh, provide more context, more options, and more things for you that just aren't focused solely around what I do on the show. Uh, Obviously, you can come and join us on uh, Instagram. You can follow me there. You can follow me on Facebook. It doesn't matter. Reach out to me any place you want to be. I am pretty much everywhere nowadays, it seems like. Uh, But Facebook's primarily my home. That's where I spend most of my time. And uh, you'll get access to our Instagram chat and our Discord chat if you join us on Patreon. So a couple of neat little perks. Otherwise, you can uh, just listen and enjoy the show. I have no problems with that either. Guys, this is uh, the next installment in the least of these series. We are actively working through books of the Bible that are not actively preached upon and or taught upon. And so we're taking these books and breaking them down and explaining to you verse by verse what is going on. Interestingly enough, as we work through Ecclesiastes, we've done Song of Solomon earlier. Uh, I'm actually going to, for my church, for Lent, I I don't know if I'm going to broadcast it, but I'm going to have Lent services Wednesday nights. And we are going to discuss the wisdom books. So we're going to look at Song of Solomon, Ecclesiastes, Job, Psalms, Proverbs. And we're going to talk through all of them. 
kind of as we did in the introductory to this particular uh, book and to the Song of Solomon. So we're going to kind of put framework around it. We're not going to go, obviously, we, we only have five Wednesdays together. We're not going to be able to go deep into it like we do on the show, but we're going to look at them. We're going to touch base on some of the aspects and some things that are uh, that draw our attention to. So that is something that I'm really looking forward to with my church. And again, you can catch me uh, on on Spotify and iTunes now. You can listen to all of my sermons that I've preached um, in my most recent series. I have uh, starting with Genesis one all the way to this past Wednesday, uh, past weekend, which will be Genesis twenty eight, Jacob's ladder. This Sunday, I'll be preaching on. Uh, Jacob wrestling God in Genesis 32. So very excited for this series. Um, but you can catch all those uh, on Spotify or iTunes and you can just search Stratford Lutheran Church or you can just search my name and they'll come up. Uh, there's also the Advent uh, series in there as well as we walked ourselves up to the coming birth of Christ. And then we have in that uh, the Christmas Eve episode and the Christmas uh, Day episode and then the day after Christmas. Busy, busy weekend uh, for me that week. So very honored to be able to do such a thing. It's a privilege to be a pastor. Uh, it's an honor and a call. And the calling is just, it still leaves me breathless today that God had led me to where he has put me today. And I'm so thankful to serve my church and the congregants there. And I'm, and I'm so thankful to serve you on this platform. I didn't think uh, three years ago starting this show with Paul, uh, we would last. Uh, I, you know, we, we didn't know what the show would come to after a few months. Um, and then as we worked into 2020, we had some scheduling conflicts and we had uh, some other things that were <clears throat> coming up and we just decided it was best to split and go our separate ways. And Paul and I have, um, you know, talked and we, you know, I had him on the show at the round table and I want him on for the Lutheran and reformed series coming up that you, uh, can participate in. And I want to kind of, <clears throat> you know, bring some of that life back into the show a little bit because having Paul, with me was quite dynamic. Uh, he's a very brilliant individual. Uh, his mind far surpasses me in a lot of areas. Uh, he's very well versed in church history and uh, very well versed in heresies and cults and things like that uh, tr throughout the church age. So I'm, I'm honored to ha call him a friend and I hope that we can get back on the mic together. I'm uh, probably going to get Anthony on here occasionally here. Uh, I don't generally get a lot of guests on this uh, show anymore, but I am looking to uh, kind of set up maybe uh, a Tuesday bonus outside of the Lutheran episodes to where uh, we do like a, a confessional Tuesday. Maybe maybe we'll drop them on Thursdays. I don't know yet. I, I, I've been kind of pondering it. And if I can get some people to either join me on an episode and talk to me about their um, testimony or they can just record a you know a five ten minute little spin and I will air it as an episode. I don't know yet. I, I, I've been pondering it, so those are things that are kind of in my brain, working rattling around as I go about my day. Um, so that's that's kind of what everything is going on, um, guys. We're quickly approaching two hundred episodes. Two hundred episodes. As, as a matter of fact, uh, I just got finished recording this past Tuesday's episode. 
or no wait let me get my days right today's monday tomorrow's episode's already geared and ready to rock and roll and then uh we have the uh, friday episode which is what this episode is and then we have next tuesday's episode which is going to be uh the introductory to the Uggsberg confession kind of the history around it and so i just got done recording that that is going to that episode in this episode uh is going to put us at 195 that's insane 195 episodes uh by the close of this night that means by uh we'll probably easily hit 200 so that'll be 196 197 198 199 the 11th of february is targeted for our 200th episode as long as i keep up with all of my bonus shows now here's the really cool thing i think and i'm just kind of going off the cuff here that actually puts us very close to our three-year anniversary february 7th is our three-year anniversary so when we hit our 200th episode uh and our three-year mark uh we'll be within that same week and so i'm really considering uh, a, a big shindig or a show of some sorts. I, I, I don't know yet. Uh, I haven't quite gotten to uh, into that you know space yet, but I am planning some stuff. I'd love to get a couple guests on. Maybe we'll just kind of have a little roundtable powwow, talk about the show, talk about the directions that we're taking. I don't know. We'll, we'll come up with something. But guys, three years, 200 episodes, and actually as of this very moment on Undying Light, we have currently uh, drum roll please as we get uh, my web to catch up with me here we have uh, I gotta go to all episodes hold on here as I have to apply my data ranges we have all time 108,053 listens 108,000 downloads on this show alone in the last seven days as i'm looking at this we have almost a thousand listens that's up 26 percent. we have 3200 in the last 30 days that's up five percent that is tremendous i am so thankful for this guys absolutely blown away you guys have come out and completely crushed these metrics for me we have 194 listens as of right now on the round table that dropped january 1st go back and hear it i had anthony paul and nick on the show with me and we talked through some politics in the church and church dynamics and such. It was a great episode. I'm very happy for it. Uh, and then Ecclesiastes 1 and 2, big episodes hitting out for us. Uh, it looks like this uh, and the Advent series have been quite popular. You guys seem to really have chewed onto that. Um, Esther seems to be picking up some momentum too. So uh, I'm very, I'm just blown away, guys. I am absolutely speechless. Um, the Song of Solomon episodes, guys, that was, there's some in the 500 range. Uh, and then we have the Eschatology Roundtable, which had 530 episode, uh, 30 episode uh, listeners, downloads, my apologies. Uh, that dropped back in August. So it's crazy. I, you know, we just, I just I keep producing episodes every week, and it never, uh, it never seems to fade. So let's get into uh, Chapter uh, 3 now of our journey through the uh, book of Ecclesiastes, and we will read, uh, starting verse 1, For everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven, 
A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck out what is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to seek and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to tear and a time to sow. A time to keep silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. So this is uh, Solomon's introductory here in essentially a nice little poem that he is uh, f- uh, drawing out for us as we uh, begin this third chapter. So he introduces this poem here and it connects with what has already appeared previously by describing changing human affairs and God's unchanging will. Throughout Ecclesiastes, he frequently changes his tone, describing both the frustrations of life and the fairness of God's word and blessing. Here's what Luther writes. He says, All human works and efforts have a certain indefinite time of acting, of beginning and of ending, beyond human control. This is spoken in opposition to free will. It is not up to us to prescribe the time, the manner, or the effort of things that are to be done. And so it is obvious that there are stri- that our strivings and efforts are unreliable. Everything comes and goes at the time that God has appointed. He proves this on the basis of examples of human works whose times lie outside the choice of man. So I actually I want to kind of get into this a little bit. Um, I had a, a particular run-in with a person on social media, and the framing was you know there's you know we we have seasons of life and that's what they were getting at is here in ecclesiastes 3 and that you know you go through these seasons and some seasons are bad and some are great and some are you know awful and some are heartbreaking and some are joyful and like and 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 solomon writes that out that there are all of these particular times but they are governed by god they're given to man by god and so we see these times. It, we don't choose to be born, and we don't often, you know, outside of, you know, maybe war or suicide, we don't choose when we die. We don't get to choose the seasons that we mourn or laugh or dance or weep or keep silent and speak. All of these are given to us by God. For instance, you know, when we when we mourn, it's usually over. Uh, the loss of somebody significant in our lives. We didn't choose when that person was going to die, but we are we are actually given a privilege to mourn them. And so death is an interesting facet, and we talked a lot about it in the uh, eschatology series. So go back and listen to that episode, but it really helps to kind of put things into perspective. And, and I think Luther nails it with his explanation here on three one that all of these things have a certain indefinite time of acting. They all have a beginning and they all have an ending and they are all beyond human control. So as we get into verses two through eight, we note the uh, this sequence here that is arising, this wise grasp of rhymes of life and light and live in agreement with them. And uh, I have for you Gregory of Nazarenus. He says, who was so pleased I'm sorry, who it was so pleasant when you met him, Basil, 
who was more kindly in his stories, more refined in his wit, more tenderly tender in his rebukes, his reproofs give wide. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Give rise to no arrogance, his relaxation to no dispensation, but avoiding access in either. He made use of both in reason and season according to the rules of Solomon, who assigns every business a season, a time, we are subject to times and changes over which we have little control. This, contra- this contrasts with God's eternity. And it's actually uh, uh, kairos is a word used uh, in this, and it says a pr- and it's essentially defined as a proper uh, season. And so, you know, I want to kind of read through what Luther has here on. Ecclesiastes chapter three, um, because I really, I, I really want to hammer out these these eight verses, and then we'll get into the remaining uh, handful here. So as Luther continues in his commentary on these verses, a time to die, a time to be born, and a time to die, he now cites examples to prove what he has said about the human affairs and human efforts. Birth, he says, has its own time, and death has its own time. As we do not have our birth in our own hand. We do not have our death either. Yet there's nothing that is more our own than our life and the various parts of our body, but only in the sense of use, for we have not been granted dominion over them for even a moment. And therefore it is useless for us to try and define them with laws. An infant in the hand uh, is 
in the hand of God and is not born until its hour of birth comes. Women labor and are concerned about the birth of an infant, and they predict its time, but there's nothing certain about it, nor do we die in spite of great danger and extreme depression, except at our appointed hour. Why then do we fear death? We cannot live any longer than the Lord has prescribed, nor die any sooner. For this is what Job says in the 14th chapter, the days of man are determined and the number of months is with thee and thou hast appointed his bonds that he cannot pass. Uh, again, we go on uh, these verses here and as to really break them down, they're pretty self-explanatory verses three through eight, the time to kill and the time to heal, the time to break down and build up, weep, laugh, mourn, dance, cast away. I mean, they're all very self-explanatory as we see what Solomon is writing and how Luther explains it to us, that this is outside of our control uh, with this particular framework of thought, that these seasons are beyond our control. So this uh, lady that I was kind of going back and forth and debating, uh, she was very adamant that seasons were like of some importance and that you had to um, you know, embrace them. And I, I mean, I don't really know the position. I know there's people in the Christian circles that really hold on to this idea of seasons, but that's not really what Solomon's getting at. He's just simply saying, look, everything you do in your life, there's an appointed time for, whether it's to be born, to die, to live, to mourn, to laugh, to dance, all these things. There are appointed times in your life for those. It's not seasons. You're not going to have a whole season of death. <laughs> I hope not. Uh, you're not going to have a whole season of dancing. You'll be exhausted. But there's going to be times when you can dance and rejoice. And there's going to be times when you can mourn. So it's very specific things that Solomon is calling to here. All right. So let's get on here. Um, I kind of want to jump down to verses 5 and 7 here. Uh, Cast away and gather the destruction of fornications of war, disaster, and the rebuilding uh, to embrace and refrain, to embrace one another's neighbor and friendship, uh, to distance oneself from a person suspected of a crime. Uh, verse five could probably be really uh, elevated into today into today's culture: a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. Uh, I know in my church we have moved away from the. Uh, greeting and handshake that we used to do years back. Uh, it is no longer a thing in our church. Some other churches have done that and some still adhere to the handshake. Not a bad thing, but with people's fear of COVID and all that, we have just decided that it's just best to keep people in their own little personal bubble. If you want to hug or handshake afterwards, that's on you. During the service, we won't, we won't impose that. Uh, verse 7, tear and sow, a time to undo what has been done and repair what we have undone. Uh, this is going to probably be a season here in America soon as we have to unpack and repair all of the mess that our government is making for us. Uh, just as much as the Canadian pastors right now are dealing with all the mess that the Canadian government is imposing upon them. This silence and speak, slow to speak, quick to listen a time to be silent when words are violent to the violate the eighth commandment and a time to speak healing, the healing balm of God's word. As a pastor, 
one of the things that I've really learned, and I'm still learning this, I'm not, I'm not great at it, but what I'm really learning is to just slow my speaking and quicken my listen. And by that, I mean, I want to absorb everything you're saying. I want to process everything you're saying. And then I want to turn to scripture and point to you in the right direction. I'm still pretty novice in this and I am working on it as it is a skill that is not easily acquired. So to summarize verses one through eight, God's will is unsearchable. He will judge the living and the dead on the last day. Temporal things cannot satisfy God's people. Eternity and the consummation of salvation are in Christ alone, Romans 8.18. Which, by the way, if you are interested in hearing my study on Romans, you can join us on Patreon and you will get bi-weekly uh, invites to our Romans study. We just got through like verse 23 in Romans 1 last night. So very excited for that coming down the chute. You can join us and get access to all previous discussions as well. We've done uh, the Gospel of Mark. We did a little bit of Hosea, and then we transitioned to a Christmas uh, session, and then we uh, are now into Romans. We'll probably do Hosea as more of an exclusive patron thing down the road. It's a little bit deeper, and my church just, uh, they were, it, it really got off into the weeds with them. And so I want to draw it back and bring it into something that they could really relate to. Old Testament history is pretty tough to chew on for a lot of people. Uh, even like somebody like me who is in seminary and I read a lot, um, it's it's a tough cookie to chew on. So anyways, let's get on here. Verse nine, what gain has the worker from his toil? I have seen the business that God has given to the children of man to be busy with. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put he has put eternity into man's heart, yet so that he cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. I have perceived that there is nothing better for them than to be joyful and to do good as long as they live. Also, that everyone should eat and drink and take pleasure in all of his toil. That is God's gift to man. I perceived that whatever God does endures forever. Nothing can be added to it, nor can anything be taken from it. God has done it so that the people fear before him. That which is already has been, that which is to be already has been, and God seeks what has been driven away. Let's go to pause this at uh, verse 15. So verses 9 and 10, the work that we do deviates our attention from the heartaches and the struggles of life. Uh, I personally forget about the outside world when I am in my studio recording podcasts or I'm studying my Bible or I'm doing schoolwork or I'm doing church things. The world outside doesn't matter to me. Whatever bills need to be paid, whatever appointments need to be ran, all of that stuff will have its time. But when I am investing in my work, those things fade from my from my landscape. Uh, the fall required Adam and Eve to labor outside of the garden of Eden by the sweat of their brows, and we produce in order to consume. Uh, verse 11, the uh, beautiful here used as right or fitting, all living things have their proper development and beauty. In its time they mature, yet time takes away their beauty away from them. It puts eternity, the law written on the heart of all men, that's Romans 2.15, and given to Israel through Moses, confesses the enduring truth that there is one true God. We cannot find out. Human reason cannot comprehend God and his purposes. 
When a house is being built, we can only anticipate the beauty of the finished product or its eventual collapse. So, you know, this kind of goes into the full, the, the, the bigger picture at hand that we cannot possibly fathom God's doing. I mean, we just, there, there, we, we can see what he has revealed to us in scripture and that's as much of, of what we know about God as we do. We can look through church history and, and summarize some other aspects, but really the written word in the Bible is exactly what God has prescribed for us to know. Beyond all of that, there are deeper mysteries that the Bible presents to us. And I was actually having this discussion with my wife today, uh, case in point, the death and resurrection of Jesus. The Bible doesn't really give us a whole lot of details in what happens in those few days. And yet we take it as faith. And we know that there were some things accomplished and we know how Paul addresses it and how the other, a gospel, the other gospel accounts address it as well. But anyways, we know that there are mysteries to scripture. Uh, joyful to be and to do good. This is verse 12. Comfort one another, cheerfully receive God's gifts and further benefit your neighbor by generosity. Joy and purpose come by self-giving a lifestyle that mimics God's ways. Verse 13, to rejoice in the good of our labor as a gift of God and an expression of his love towards his children. Return thanks. He is the source of joy. Uh, verse 14, God, like God's word, he works. his works are perfect and no human effort can add or distract from that perfection. We are not equal partners. This sums up the message of Ecclesiastes. Uh, that's it. That's it. We'll just, we're going to close the show with that. I'm kidding. We got a lot more to go, but it is, that's really the whole, that's the whole message of Ecclesiastes that, uh, God's word is perfect. His works are perfect. No human effort can add or detract from that perfection. We are not equal partners with God. Verse 15, God seeks to do what has been driven, seeks what has been driven away. God's word and his renewal of creation will always remain constant in a changing world. He will always pursue us and he will always chase us down through the gospel. All right, let's wrap out these last few verses as we go about our day here. Verse 16, moreover, I saw under the sun that in the place of justice, even there was wickedness. And in the place of righteousness, even there was wickedness. I said in my heart, God will judge the righteous and the wicked for there is a time for every matter and every work. I said in my heart with regard to the children of man that God is testing them and that they may see what they, they may see that they themselves are but beasts. For what happens to the children of man and what happens to the beasts are the same. As one dies, so dies the other. They all have the same breath. And man has no advantage over the beasts, for all is vanity. All go to one place. All are from the dust. And to the dust all return. Who knows whether the spirit of man goes upward and the spirit of the beast goes down into the earth. So I saw that there is nothing better than that a man should rejoice in his work, for this is his lot. Who can bring him to see what we what we'll find after him? So he he really kind of hammers out these last few verses here, kind of uh, drawing a pretty staunch position that we are equated to the beasts of the earth because we will die just like them. Starting in verse 16, many Old Testament kings and priests were wicked and adulterous. Uh, it's pretty evident by reading the Bible. Uh, those who 
were to serve as advocates of the people oppresses them. Those who judge with iniquity will be judged righteously. Uh, the, this is even interestingly enough. If we turn to Matthew 26, we see the Sanhedrin council mock trials of Christ. And so they, uh, they judge in the, what they think is righteous, but in reality is wicked. God will be the final judge, both in the temporal world and in the last day before human beings and angels. The past is not meaningless to God, as it is often to people, nor will sin go unnoticed. In verse 18, God is testing them. God's will allows the believer to judge character and learn where, by God's grace, amendment of life may be made. These beasts, the unbeliever, and on the other hand, is as mortal as any animal. The same breath, God breathes life into his creatures and withdraws it according to his divine will. Psalm 104, 27 through 30. There's no advantage. People and animals die in the same way. Their breath, their breath is removed. All are from the dust. And actually, this is a fascinating verse here. In verse 20, we're actually going to use this in our Ash Wednesday service this year. We're going to point to Ecclesiastes here and touch base on it. To our eyes, people die just like animals, and to the dust we return. All were created from the dust of the earth and shall return to dust. This is not a reference to heaven or hell, but to bodily death and the grave as equalizers. Here's what Luther says, and this is pointing back to Psalm 103 and Genesis 3.19. Luther says this, God, he says, permits both men and cattle to go about and live in the same manner and form. God permits this in order to test man. Whether they look only to the external things and whether they are persuaded by these arguments to which the wicked pay attention without believing otherwise, but the godly are ex exercised in this way that they may acquire more faith. They go in in the same way as the wicked and the beasts do, but inwardly in the spirit, they receive comfort and peace. Verses 21, who knows whether the spirit, uh, who knows the spirit, the Lord does. He redeems the sinful mankind. Everlasting life is considered here in verse 12 and is fully realized in Christ. I'm sorry, in chapter 12. What will be after him? Independence of God's revelation, we cannot know the future. We, even, even when we are called into the majesty of heaven, it is unlikely that we will see what is coming after us. But in the midst of eternal blessedness, why would we really care? Only when the toil and labor received as God's gifts can only be uh, their enduring worth. And so, essentially, when we get to heaven, what do we care about what happens here on earth? It doesn't matter. So let's summarize these verses here and close out the show. We, as human beings, are hard-pressed to answer eternal questions. God will judge the righteous and the wicked, for there is a time for every matter and for every work. The faithful in Christ will be in his glorious and immediate presence in the majesty of heaven. That's it. That's chapter three for you. A lot going on, a lot to unpack. And there's still, you know, this is still not a deep dive because, you know, we've broached that 30 minute mark. We're at 35 now. We're going to close the show down, but there's so much more. So I always implore you to go and, and research, read, get commentaries, get study Bibles and, and, and dig into the meat of scripture. Find out what that, how deep the well goes. There's so much more available than just these simple few things that I've given you today. So I uh, encourage you to take that upon you going into this year. 
Guys, this will end the show today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have a really blessed weekend. Again, don't forget to check out our Tuesday bonus series. You can check out my sermon podcast. They drop usually Monday or Tuesdays uh, as soon as I get the audio stripped. And that is going to conclude this week. So check me out anywhere you want to hit me up and, and shoot me a message and we'll chat. And until then, guys, have a great weekend. God bless. We'll see you later. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.